What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Russell the Fourth. Hey, everybody! It's me, Brandy. And welcome back to episode one, season three. We back <laughs> out of what they never told us podcast. Because we coming back We back We back After a long season break It was not that long Look, I'm just, listen <laughs> Y'all need to thank me I really need like my own separate like fan club Because the what? work that I do To get Brandy <laughs> To come back She like taking these breaks I do Like I do a lot Look, I'm I try sorry to t- I try to tell <laughs> I her need I said, a break I try to tell her I said hey babe look Let's just keep going. Like, we don't need these breaks. She said, uh, so, yeah, you ready for the check? <laughs> we was out to eat. She's like, you ready for the check? I said, hey, did you hear me? Yeah, you ready for the check? Like, it wasn't even like, we're not going to talk about this. She didn't even want the discussion. I mean, I do see other podcasts who that just go. Like, they, they don't go. take breaks unless they go on vacation, and then they explain that to their people. I get that. That's altogether lovely and wonderful. But when you work a full-time job, you got five kids, you got a, a different business than this, and you're trying to record and go live, like, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a and lot. You talking about once, or that's probably recording, going live, that's twice a week, plus the planning, plus the editing, the uploading. So that's every day. Yeah, I just want to replace the full-time job thing. Like. I'm, like you know the full time job there part that takes a lot of our listening. time. I'm with that. I'm trying to replace that <laughs> nine to five. So I'm just trying to go hard for a season and hopefully, like, because if we going hard and we doing all that and it's not turning into that, then we can be like, okay, you know what? Yeah. Not only are we gonna break, we gonna break. Yeah. You feel me? Like, you know what Listen, I'm saying? That's, I, I need. Yeah. I would love for the podcast to be like our main income where we're not working or something, some, some form of it yeah. where we're not off of our nine to five jobs, but that's not it right now. Right now we struggling. Yeah, that's <laughs> why we need to go hard in the paint. <laughs> and just yeah. adding one more thing to it just seemed like a lot. So in those breaks, I just relax and I don't have to worry. Like this is just something that comes off of our yeah. plate. So what have we been doing? What have we been up to? I just been working. That's, that's literally it. It's been summertime. Went swimming a couple times. <laughs> uh, I just feel like I've been working. You, yeah. uh, he's uh, he. I don't know if he's forgetting or he's just being humble. But in our break time, he has become Mister. Look, let me tell you something. Okay, and- <laughs> don't do that. Do not do, listen to me. Do not do that. He's got a whole following. Why are you trying to do that? Don't do Why that. Why you doing that? Don't do that. You need to give yourself some accolades. Russell has really been tapping in and getting words from the Holy Spirit, inspiration, and sharing that with the world. Like, that's not nothing to shy away from. Like, that's a huge thing. Like, people look to you now as someone for a trusted source of advice and inspiration and spiritual nourishment. Like, that's not a small thing. You shouldn't. Don't do that. 
Thank you, babe. I appreciate that. I really feel like I set myself up because I feel like what I show with those like 60 second things gives people an impression to me. They're like, oh, yo, he deep. Yeah. <laughs> and then they meet me in real life and I'm awkward. I'm goofy. They're like, yo, this dude is not wise. No, it's uh, that that even more shows that it's just not coming from you. That is yeah. coming from above. Like, so th- in my eyes, that give me more reason to trust it. Like, <laughs> we saw this girl in the grocery store, and I, I've been thinking about that moment. Like, I just felt so awkward, and I'm pretty sure I presented awkward because she was like, I've been seeing you on TikTok. I was like, huh? huh? No, you act <laughs> like you knew who she was. That's why I was like, who was that? Like, I really thought you Well, knew I her. thought she knew me because she was, you know, when somebody look at you like they know you. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, I was about to do the thing where I act like I know her too. If you listen to this, I feel terrible. But I was about to do the thing that, you know, you act like, you know, like, hey, yo, what's up? How you doing? I do that a lot. But um, she was like, I've been seeing you on TikTok. And then the moment she said that, I was like, oh. <laughs> nah, she was inspired. She was like, you, she was like, great word. Like, you do a good job. I listen to your videos. I watch your videos. So. Yeah. I, I present really social, but I'm not at you all. say that, but. No, for real. I just real. think you are. You just need a break from it sometimes. I definitely need to break from it sometimes, but I can be incredibly awkward. Every, I, like, I'm good at it, but I have, like, scripts, things that I know I'm going to say. <laughs> That's <a> weird. <laughs> Listen, introverts, <laughs> true introverts do what I'm talking about. I like, just kind of, like, broken record things that you say when you meet somebody new, you know, to kind of help navigate through the awkwardness of interacting with somebody that you don't really know. And I have those. I have tons of them. And they usually work well. Um, but if it doesn't go as planned, I get incredibly awkward. When I get, have to get off script, I say stupid stuff. I make it awkward. I be looking and look, it's a mess. Do you don't? Do you not do that? I don't. Like I just don't talk to people. So I got an old man script. Like when I mean, I call him Doc. Hey, yo, what's going on, Doc? You all right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, the, sir. The young men are boss. Boss. If yeah. So if you in the middle to, to young, you boss. If you're if you're a kid, if you're like a teenage down, it's bro, fam, you know, what's going on? You good? You know, like I got scripts for everybody. That's you know? just insane. I got a white woman script. Okay, baby. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yeah, um, thank you, babe. Thank you're you. You're welcome. What have you been up to? What's been going on? Man, I've been relaxing. That's that was my goal. <laughs> and as much as I can, I do that. We changed our co-parenting rotation a little bit where it allows us almost four days kid free and i love that for me (laughs) you've been baking like granny again too i have i have if y'all don't know brandy has a baking business that she does whenever the mood strikes Mm -hmm. or whenever it's needed in the world (laughs) but um she's really good at it like it's a shame that she's not like that into baking but when it becomes a job, she's like, okay, this ain't what this is about. Yeah. I'm supposed to like doing this. Yeah. But when it starts feeling like a job, she's like, I'm good on that. It's a hobby. Um, but since we weren't really doing the podcast that much, it kind of gave her more space and freedom mm-hmm. to operate in that when the mood strikes. So how how's that been? It's been good. I still need a bigger kitchen. So, you know, it's a, <laughs> it's a tad bit stressful, but it's good. It's, it's another way that I relax and unwind. Um, most of the time it's where I, I let my creativity out. I don't craft as much as I used to. So that's been cool for me. So, like I said, I love that for me. I've been doing a, that's why I don't really want to give that up. But I understand the grind and what's necessary to get to the next level. So, 
I guess I'm in or whatever. <laughs> oh, don't, don't sound so happy about I'm it. I'm going to need a break that requires me going overseas if I'm making this sacrifice. Oh, Lord. Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. I don't care what sea it is. All right. But just like over some seas. Canada? Nah, there ain't no sea. That's a land. That's a go, land. Go over border. that little river. <laughs> We're going to take you back go to over the Detroit River. See, it's water? No. Go over some water. I need to be over somebody's seas. Oh, man. Um, when we do take breaks. So All right, that's my you. compromise. I got you. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're doing things a little bit different this season. Okay. For those of you guys who have been rocking with us from day one, y'all have no idea how much y'all are family. We actually have some special people in the building today. We're broadcasting from a few different places. We have Facebook fam here. Um, if you're here by way of TikTok, if you're some of our new TikTok people, what up? Yeah. How you doing? Uh, IG, if you hear from there, what's going on? And we have added Patreon, okay? <laughs> yes, Patreon, <laughs> if you're not familiar with, is a paid service, right? So um, we're going to be doing some exclusives, maybe some one-on-one coaching, some lives with smaller, more intimate settings via Patreon for people who are like, you know what? I like the podcast, but there's certain things I want to talk about and y'all not getting to what I need to get to. So it's I want to people who got questions. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get up and close the personal with y'all. So we're going to be doing Patreon. We're also going to be doing some paid events via Facebook. Uh, for those of you guys who know, weekly lives on Facebook is something that we always did. Those will remain free. Those will remain free. We're still going to do those. This specific one for the very first episode, we said, you know what? This is for the family. We're This is only for the people that's really about this, what they never told us, fam. <laughs> uh, and we should debate. This episode isn't even going to be on YouTube. Right. This is specifically for Facebook paid event, Patreon, and the audio's for everybody, okay? Yeah, yeah. So we're doing things a little bit differently. We've given tons of free content every day. We get free value. Um, we're in a position now where for us to keep this thing afloat with everything else that we have going on, we got to start having the people who love the platform, love the content, start pouring into the content more. And this people have always done that. Absolutely. It's some of the people thank that are on you. right now have always done that. So thank you. We love you. Uh, but Look, value is not free. Okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna say how I feel it. Right? That's why they love us because it's free. <laughs> they gonna love us now. It's all good. The people that really rock with us gonna be there. It's all good. But we're excited to be back. Season three is going down. Okay. Okay. So yes. let me pause for a second because as we approach season three, or not even approach, Man, approach we have we here arrived. We, here. we have arrived. <laughs> um, I want to take a minute to look back. Because it's only been a year. Like we say season three, but tomorrow, September 1st, will be the official anniversary of the What They Never Told Us podcast. We put out our very first tomorrow? intro episode on wow. September 1st, 2021. Can I, can, I know you don't like sound effects. Can I do that now? You can That's do a major hand. deal. <laughs> what about gunshots? Can I do gunshots? No gunshots. <laughs> what about the sparkles? Okay. It's just all extra. It has to um, be one year. But I want to just take a minute. One, first of all, just to say thank you to everybody who's took the time to listen, to stream, to write, to like, Absolutely. to comment, whatever it is that you've done to support us. It has not gone unnoticed. So just a few stats. You know what I'm saying? I mean, oh, you finna stunt. stunt. Just a few stats. You finna stunt. Because listen, <laughs> if y'all don't, if y'all don't know the origins of the podcast. It wasn't supposed to be no podcast. 
Like Russell was doing his videos. He likes to make people laugh doing that stuff on Facebook. When we got together, it became more of like, we'll hop on live every now and again when we have an argument or, you know, a discussion and we need somebody to weigh in. But nowhere in anybody's plans was there ever going to be a podcast. It was only because there were people who were like, hey, we want more of this. We can y'all do this again. Y'all when y'all going live, y'all going live next week. And we were like, we can do something with this, right? And there so, are people who are calling the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Before it was even that. Absolutely. Yeah. So since in that year, we have had 5,917 downloads of our podcast. Ooh. Now, <laughs> in theory, you might not think that that's a lot, but that is a, every download is a person. Yeah. So not only that, we have been streamed at least once on every continent. Oh, wow. And in over 50 countries. Wow. We have made it to the top eight in Apple Relationships podcasts. We have been number one in several other countries on the charts. And this is from two people from Jackson, Michigan. What? <laughs> so some people listen from all over With the world. No like, Where? name, <laughs> no backing, no celebrity endorsements, yeah. no, nothing but the favor of God. You, you spit So me. I just wanted to take a minute to clap up our dang on sale. Okay? <laughs> and for y'all too, because without y'all, that's not even It's a not thing. even possible. Yeah. Not like even a thing, we could yeah. put out as much content as we like, but if ain't nobody listening, ain't nobody listening. We thought it was a mistake. First time we got the email saying that we charted it. I don't even know what country oh, it was 100%. in. And I said, what country was it? Was it Uganda? Yeah, Uganda. Uganda like, was first. <laughs> like, I said, yo, said, who, was, who you know in Uganda? They said we was number one in Uganda. <laughs> You know somebody that's a fluke. That can't be right. To Uganda, first yeah. of all, because we don't know nobody over there. Yeah. And honestly, like podcasting, even though it's been around for a minute, the data collection is a new thing. Yeah. It's just starting to get more in depth in terms of what you can see, who's listening, where they're listening. Mm-hmm. That's new stuff. Um, so we were like, yo, um, is this true? Is this like? Right. Is it real? Because it it was through a a company that wanted us to set up an account with them. Yeah, it's like, hey, yo, did you know you tried it? Sign up here so you can see. We're like, oh, this is a fluke. <laughs> and then we signed up, and we saw it. And then, of course, the Apple Music stuff comes out later mm-hmm. that shows you the stats. And then we're like, oh wait, it wasn't just Uganda. It was the U.S., Canada, Canada, Germany, uh, Germany. Just weird. I mean, like just, what? Like, and then somebody tried to like, well, if their number is spoofed, nah. Like, no, you're not about to steal this from me. <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> they not spoofing IP addresses. These is real people. Absolutely. In countries that don't even speak English. Yeah. And they're listening to us. So it's dope. It's it's crazy. It's amazing. It's humbling. Yeah. Oh my God. It's humbling. Cause I still be like, who why do y'all care what come out of my mouth? This is wild. Yeah, still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I still don't understand it. But <laughs> nah, I'm thankful. And um God is good. And y'all are good too. We really appreciate y'all. And we're gonna keep it coming. As long as God gives us the grace to um, and the strength to, we're going to keep keep them coming. Heavy okay? on the strength. Heavy on the strength, <laughs> heavy on the grace. Um, so if you know, if you follow the platform, every 
first episode of the season, we start off with a theme that we're continuing to carry out. So the very first episode that we ever put out after the intro was... Why did I get married? Why did I get married? Okay. That's why we, we talked about that, like... Why we got married for the first time. Yeah. What are the things that we experienced in marriage um, and how that went? Yes. So then when we started season two. After the se- season two intro. Obviously, you know, we're two divorced people. So we talked about <laughs> why did I get divorced? Yeah. And that was really, I think that was the turning point of what we do for me. Because mm. in that episode, I talked about stuff that I had never said out loud. Mm. Like, I think as we were processing and going through the information and just having an organic conversation, which is what we aim to do while we're here, I was having revelation about why I got divorced. Mm. So that was a super significant episode for me because I felt like, yo, I could really, one, help myself and help somebody else. Absolutely. So that was like, all right, I'm locked in. I like this stuff. The whole first season, I hated filming. I hated recording. <laughs> it was the worst for me. I was like, I'm only doing this because I love him. <laughs> now, that's part of you that liked that. I think it's no, small it's part. It's not. You telling me there was no part of you that liked doing this. I do all. like going live. Like I like interacting. I like. But when it was just people. me and you sitting but with the camera, when it was just on. us recording, you know, this is not me, like. Well, it's me now. Yeah, but to say you done you done morphed. <laughs> before it wasn't me. I was like, uh, I'm gonna say something stupid. I like I don't look right. I don't I don't most people that I see who do podcasts, they have makeup and mm. you know, they put on an outfit. Like I'm coming out here in t shirts and my face and I did, but today. Okay. All right. <laughs> but <Okay. laughs> All right. I'm not, you know, I'm not so doing I felt feature. super insecure, especially with the fact that this is outside of anything that I ever saw for myself. Wow. So that so season two, episode two, why did I get divorced was it was huge for me. So as we came and started to talk about season three and what we wanted to talk about, I thought it was a really good idea to keep in step with that thing. We did. Why did I get married? We did. Why did I get divorced? Mm-hmm. But then we, in some some um, error of judgment. No, I wasn't error. <laughs> Don't we do decided that. to get married again. And I was thinking about like, neither one of us had dramatic um, divorces. There was, They weren't full of drama. It wasn't a lot of contention. But divorce in its nature is traumatic. And Absolutely. so after you go through a traumatic experience, most people don't want to take the chance to ever repeat that again. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. 100. When you get ready for your second marriage, it's taking all of that trauma, and you're either a bottling it up or you're going to process it. I think both of us did the work to process it, but taking the step and actually doing it and actually now being in it, mm-hmm. like I realized how drastic that was. I still be like, ooh, I know how this can go. So, so let's let's go back <laughs> to that time, right? Okay. We know the story. We're not going to retell the story of how me and her got back into cahoots, okay? <laughs> but, right, when you start feeling things again, mm-hmm. and your process was a little different than mine because I was out here moving and shaking in these streets before mm-hmm. uh, before we got back together. I was being a heathen. Moving and shaking I was being a heathen before you, okay? So I hadn't, I hadn't found the Lord again, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but 
So for you who are in a different place, I'm curious about this. Mm-hmm. With that trauma, right? Because mm-hmm. my trauma was like, look, I'm not, I might not get married again. So let me just be out here and have fun. Let me be free. I live my whole life being a rigid church boy. Yeah. Let me go out here and experience. Oh, you're so in your wild old. The devil is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it was a terrible mistake. Um, but for you, right, who your process was different, right? Yeah. What made you with all of the reasons to be like, you know, I don't know if I want to get married again. I'm yeah. good. What made you warm up to the idea? What don't go too deep in it. Just from the beginning, oh, right? Lord. Initial. Initial when you started flirting with the idea. What was that? Cause was it the game I was kicking in the DMs? Oh no. I wasn't thinking about marriage then when you were talking to me in the DMs. Can I say something? I did not realize how trash my DM game was <laughs> until I went back and read it. I'm thinking I'm like hardcore flirting. I'm seeing you talking to me about stuff you posted. Like you posted Wendy's breakfast. I'm like, hey, yo, was it good? Was it good? <laughs> I didn't even hit you with that. Hey, hey, yo, you ain't bring me hey, one. It worked. <laughs> I don't think that was it though. I don't think that was the messages. I don't think. It worked. All it right. Did. Okay. It got me thinking about you when I wasn't thinking about you. Ooh, so it. So let me ask you this: is the <laughs> is the overpowering DM? Is that too much? It it really depends. I think for strangers, sometimes it's necessary. Like I need to know that you're not just asking me about Wendy's breakfast. Like that is is something else there. But because we had history, and I think what it did is just like made me realize that hey, there's still something there. Like mm. I like when he just DMs me and tell me my hair look good and that he loved micro locks and you know whatever. Mm. Like that oh, was cool. That made that. Yeah. that made me feel good. Okay. Whereas there was also another man who was in my DMs talking to me about Wendy's breakfast and I wasn't stunting him. Like you <laughs> come. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Like I think hardcore flirting in the DMs can be necessary, can be helpful for the furtherance of a relationship. It just wasn't needed. I need to know for the dude that just sends the the inappropriate photo. Uh, like yeah. if, when he just send the pic, I want to know has it ever worked? Because it I'm, has. What? I mean, not for me. But Those work. Yeah. So if, if you if you send in the right pic, <laughs> <laughs> yo. <laughs> hey, hey, yo, <laughs> Sister Davis, Minister Minister Davis, <laughs> you calm down. How about that? How about that? You call the ladies like yes. <laughs> Bring it down. <laughs> I was wondering because I always hear girls complain about it, but I'm like, okay, somebody got to be falling for it if they keep trying it. Yeah, no, nah, somebody said it. If you send in the right pig mm. on the right day, okay, you might get chose. Wow. <laughs> All right. Make sure y'all get them ankles, fellas. Did that ever um, work with you? No, I ain't. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Hey, you got well, it. Whoa, okay. Listen. Not let me t- exactly in that fashion. But Hold yes. on, wait. This is too much for me. <laughs> Why you and ask? our viewers. Y'all don't know want to hear this, do y'all? It's too much. Yeah, you know me. Don't ask no questions. You're right. I regret it immediately. So you asked so, me originally what, what made me want to get married again. Oh, and I feel like that's the question that deserves an answer. All right. Let's stay, let's go there. I don't know how we got there, but immediately regret it. So, yeah, initially when we were in the DMs, weren't wasn't thinking about marriage. But when I did actually reconsider marriage, um, obviously I have found Jesus um, after not being raised in that way of life. So this mm. was really a new experience for me. And I knew what his love felt like, right? Yeah. And I finally believed that I was worthy of that type of love. 
from mm. him. Okay. Which allowed me to from rece- God. Yeah. Okay. To receive love from somebody else, right? Okay. Because I realized that like it's nothing in this world that I could do to make him not love me, and if I could find somebody that was like that that loved me regardless, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Then it would be worth at least trying. You yeah. know, situations happen that sometimes are beyond our control that like I can't control your actions, your thoughts, your decisions. But finding somebody that felt like it was worth risking that, like, I don't know. It just felt like the right thing to do. I felt like I was worthy of love that felt good. Mm. Okay. And before I had people who tell me that they love me, but it didn't feel good. And I mm. knew that your love felt good. And for okay. me, like when I had that, when I felt that, I was like, yo, you want to get married? We can get married. We can get married tomorrow. Like if you, that's what you want to do. <laughs> he was not on that type of don't, time. Don't lie. Don't lie, Craig. When I was ready to get married, oh, yeah. I was ready to get married. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking early on. Yeah, no. Okay. I'm talking about when I really was like. Okay, for sure. Okay, yeah, we doing this. Like, he going to be my husband. For sure. Yeah. Okay. That love felt good. And it wasn't nothing that I was I wouldn't do to keep it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. if you were like, let's get married, I was ready to get married. Don't sing Let's Get Married by Jackie. I am not Don't singing anything. I no, I was about to. I was talking to myself. Sing <laughs> <laughs> first of all. I was no, about to hit no. it. So uh, what about you? And you was out here living life. You was in the streets. You had O's and different area codes. So like, <laughs> from, why let it all go? Um, Because I had... Exp- well, the, So there was two parts of it. Spiritually... I I was on E, mm. right? You know what I mean? So I had to do some coming to grips with the fact that I wasn't as content as I thought I was, mm. right? So I had a tons of distractions <laughs> at the time, right? <laughs> so when I was out there, you know what I'm saying? I'm drinking, I'm smoking, um, you know, anything my body, my flesh wants. I'm like, hey, have it. <laughs> there <laughs> the you world, go. The world What's is that? yours. And the world's your oyster. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Um. But when I got to a point when I realized that wasn't enough, mm-hmm. like when difficult times came and that was enough, I got to a point where I got desperate enough for something else. Like I knew I needed more than that. Right. Thank God I had some knowledge and foundation of what I needed. Now, even though I knew that, doesn't mean I was really ready to step back. I had to, you know, you, you're like, man, I can't go back to church. What church would I even go to? Mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed. Like, I've been out here. You know what I'm saying? So um, that was step one. I, I, I got desperate. So when I started talking to you, I didn't approach you like, you know. You were supposed to. No, I didn't approach you like I was approaching other girls. Like, yo, what's up? Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Shoot me the Addy. What's up? What you doing? <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't approach you like that. Oh, number one, we had history already. Right. Um, and just from where I, my vantage point from me looking at your social media, I could see you. It went through a change and nothing about you said that you were even on that type of time. Mm-hmm. So come correct. <laughs> uh, but. My relationship with you mirrored um, my relationship with God. And I know that sounds a little crazy. I hope. Let me give some context so people don't think like, oh, this idol worship. Like, um, the time where I was reconciling with God was the time was I was where I was reconciling with you. Mm-hmm. We had been apart for a long time. I had been apart from God for a long time. So when you came back into my life, 
he was such a big part of your life that even though we weren't you weren't trying to like have Bible study with me. You were like, yeah. Russell, have you talked? Have you talked? When's the last time you prayed? <laughs> you know, you weren't coming at me like, so how are you doing with God? I you wasn't know? trying to fix you. You weren't trying to fix me. You were just living in front of me. Yeah. And that's, I ain't gonna, I'm, look, I'm, I said I'm not doing messages this season. Yeah, we can but go down that. We can go down that road. <laughs> for some of y'all who are like, yo, I want, and I, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am gonna do it. For anybody who's listening to me, if you've ever wanted to bring up God, it's far more effective to bring him up in your own life with your own actions versus trying to verbally tell somebody about it. Absolutely. Your life speaks 10 times more than your words ever will. Absolutely. And most of the time you've destroyed your ability to witness because your life is trash. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how you look like talking to me about money when you're broke. Mm-hmm. How you look like talking to me about God when nothing about you even resembles what he is. Yeah. Um. So, Long story short, you were just living in front of me. Mm-hmm. And because you were doing that, it started convicting aff- not even convicting me, affecting me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it brought an awareness to me. Man, I'm not where I'm supposed to be at. Mm-hmm. Right. So at the same time that I'm getting to know you again, I'm getting to know God again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They were just neck and neck. So um when I got right, you know what I'm saying? When I started the process of like repairing my spiritual, repairing my emotional, mm-hmm. I just naturally fell into what I'm just, I'm hardwired for relationships. I don't yeah. even like being out here for real. I was just bored. <laughs> you know I mean, I don't enjoy multiple women. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some people really like, that's their bag. I can't do that. It's stressful to me. I want to cuddle with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's over. You just going to kick me out after that. I got to go home. You know what I mean? Like, I'm more wired for relationships. So when I started healing, I just fell back into what I know God made me for and hardwired me for. Yeah. And the way you were pouring into my life, like, what? It was perfect. Like, it was easy. All right. So you made the decision. You popped the question. We got married. Are you skipping some steps? I'm not skipping no steps. You baked me a cake. That's all it took. Listen, we, we met at the park. About why you wanted to marry me? That was before that. You, you, we met at a park. You baked the slice. You brought me a slice of cake. He's I bit like, the cake I and I said, "I said, yep, <laughs> there it is. I love her." <laughs> she came with this. I was like, "Yo, I think I love you." It's funny, but it really happened like that. It really happened like that. I said it out loud, audibly in the kitchen. She brought me some cake. That we first of all, we had a bomb like first reconnected at the park. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah. I was like, "Yo, this is like." A black movie, a black romance <laughs> movie. That's what it Only felt like. Only if Issa Rae wrote it. No, Issa, <laughs> what? Okay, it was not that quirky. Okay, not this was Sunai Lathan Tay Diggs type brown sugar. You know, when you fall, first fall in love with hip hop, you feel no. me? Those vibes. But um, you just, you went somewhere and you had, you baked the cake for the event. You came back and just brought a slice. And I bit the cake in the, um, <laughs> in the kitchen. This sounds so fat. But I closed my eyes and I said, oh, I love you. <laughs> all right chill i closed the little side from thing put this side like okay i'm doing too much it's literally how it happened so we've been married how long months test. Ooh, i don't how know many months? baby i don't know i'm not good at math we got married in april yeah so it's been almost five months april too and so, yeah and how's it been how's it been for you it's been good did i get your nerves yet yeah, but you, in in fairness, you were getting on her as well before we got married. So. <laughs> it's all good. I'm gonna let you have that for the podcast, but no, I don't, you gonna you gonna pay for it later. I don't get on your nerves. Um, yeah, 
Okay, what we doing here? But let's keep it. Let's keep it funky. I would have never told him that. Ain't no future, my friend. Ain't no future, my friend. No. Now you got my nerves, but that is far less um, in comparison to how many times you just make me laugh to my stomach hurt. Like, yeah. Now nah, we have so many good times, so many good moments. So marriage right now is lit. Do you still deal with the things that made you fearful of getting married again? Yes. Same. Yes. They still linger back there. Same. <laughs> and they try to pop up. But I try to silence those because I know it has nothing to do with this dynamic, right? Like, um, I just talked about this on TikTok. And I kind of was inspired by a sermon I heard on Sunday. But, like, you know the stuff that you deserve to deal with because you know what you planted, right? Like in a garden <laughs> analogy, you know what you planted. If you, if I had a garden, you know what I'm saying? I know what I planted. So if something's coming up out of the ground that I didn't put there, then I know to pull and remove it. There are thoughts that mm-hmm. come into my head. I know didn't come from me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if something's telling me she, she's this, she trying to do that. Where did that come from? She's yeah. never shown me that mm-hmm. that came from a past situation why do past experiences belong in my present situation? Yeah, I got to remove that thought. I got to pull it out. So I th- I thank God that like I'm able to recognize that. Because at one point, <laughs> I wouldn't recognize that. And the, just because the thought was in my head, it's real. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think that's such a gem. But it is hard to do. Oh, no. Like, it real. is extremely difficult. And I think that when you... when you see second marriages and mm-hmm. you see them flourishing. It gives kind of a false sense that none of that other stuff exists anymore. And you're just in this new relationship and everything's no, that's cap. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> that's like, I still struggle with feeling like you're going to leave one day. Wow. And, um, no matter how much work I've done, no matter how much healing and deliverance and praying that I do, those thoughts still come up. And I'm like, uh Oh, like I get fearful. Like there may be a time where maybe we're not on the same page. And instead of just being like, Oh, we're going to have to work that out. You know, whatever. I'm like, if I don't go apologize, he don't want to leave. And like, I'll (laughs) like, I'll be swallowing my pride to come find you and go uh, come like make it better out of fear that you're going to leave. I mean, I like when you like come make it better, but not out of that. I mean, I'd rather you do because it's the right thing to do that. Cause but I mean, I know this dude is wrong, but I'm just going to say it because I can't take him just acting all, you know, whining about it and then be up and trying to leave. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Like, yeah. and, and I do, I work tirelessly to silence those thoughts to, mm. you know, put those fears away. That's why, you know, it's so important that we pray together. Cause, and when we pray, I hear your heart, you Mm, know what I'm saying? And, um, sometimes when you're like talking to me, I could be like, Oh, you know, he just saying that he lying, but I know you're not going to do that when you're talking to God. Mm. So when we are praying together at night or whenever, like, and you're praying for me and you're praying for us, like it strengthens and it reminds me that like, what I've been through is not what I'm dealing with. Absolutely. And um, although divorce and the first marriage was very traumatic, like there's redemption and there's real love after mm. that. And that is the message that I would prefer to see out is like, yeah, like 
it sucks when you have to deal with that in your new relationship. But the truth is you have to deal with it and pretending like it doesn't exist Mm -hmm. or pretending like, because I got a new man, everything's great. Like, nah, like we still got issues. I still got issues that I have to fight every day. And because we have a relationship with each other and because both of us have our own relationship with God, I think it helps. But you know what I'm saying? It's an everyday thing. I don't think mm. you're going to leave every day, but there's something that happens every day that's like, mm, nope, that's not real. Shout that's like, not, bring yeah. those thoughts to, yeah. Yeah, bring them captive, make them, make them submit. Like, yeah. you're not going to run my mind. Like, this is not that. And this is something that I pray for. And I deserve this, which yeah. is huge because, you know, you talk yourself into believing that you don't deserve to be happy. You don't deserve to have a good person. You don't deserve the things that you have. And, mm. you know, so I believe that you do have to uproot that. I'm just saying it's just not that easy. It's really not. It's really not. For me, it's not. For me, it's not um, you leaving I think I spent the majority of my first marriage dealing with internal feelings that I didn't outwardly express. Mm -hmm. And there was this really underlying feeling of just being unappreciated and unvalued. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm always looking for the anvil where you'll just stop being interested. So there are things where you just might be tired. You might have just like did dishes after cooking dinner or like had a long day dealing with the kids or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I need hey babe and where you might just be like hey what's up (laughs) so for me that's like here we go it's happening you know (laughs) here it is we're here again (laughs) we started the russell shows over she don't she don't want to watch no more you know what i mean um and there's an element of me that likes that um unhealthily is unhealthily a word (laughs) There's an unhealthy part of you. There's an unhealthy part of me <laughs> that uh, leans on pe- people pleasing. Yes. Where I feel like the only value I have with people or my only way to be loved is if I do some service or some value or something. Mm. You know what I mean? So a lot of times I'm smiling and doing whatever because I think that's my way to be loved or to be shown that I'm loved. And, man, there was this post that blessed me, dog. I reposted it. He was like, man, we, we married forever and not a fan. Mm. I said. <laughs> he said, you, you want a fan. You don't want forever. You want somebody to be like, oh, I love you. You're so this. You're so that. You're so this. You're so that. No, the forever don't care nothing about what you did out there. Da, da, da. Hey, yo, we got life stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we got to deal with life stuff. You know what I mean? And so many, like a lot of dudes, we fall victim to that. We want a fan. So we expect that. And you got somebody who's really in the trenches with you live in life, mm-hmm. who the the facade and the mask that you put on and go out in the world and try to do these great things is all great and dandy. But when you come in here, you don't need that with me. Yeah. I just see you and we get to be in each other's that. space yeah. and we don't have to do anything performative. I'm just here with you. But when you expect a fan and you don't get that, you end up feeling like you're missing something. And then a girl who's in your face like, oh, you're so this, you're so that. See, this is what I'm talking about. She appreciate. No, she doesn't. Yeah. She's a fan. Yeah. When you got forever at home, it, I really was like, wow. You know what I mean? It articulated something that um, I think really blessed me. Like it was something that I had to tell me, oh, you know what? No, 
Like this girl's known me since the seventh grade. There's nothing I'm going to do that's gonna make her be like, oh wow. No. I know I mean, you there are things. I I love you. I am your I am a fan of yours, but I do feel that wholeheartedly. Yeah. I I feel I understand that from a woman's perspective. Yeah. Um I I do clap for you. I do cheer for you, but I do recognize that it's not in the same way that I see others do it. Yeah. And um my support of the home really feels like, you know, I'm an acts of service type of girl. Mm-hmm. So that's how I show love and I'm doing for you and I want to make life easier for you so that when you go out in the world and do those things, yeah. it's not like, you know, for sure. I got to come I got to go out and be fed and then I'm not getting fed here. I feel like yeah. you see me, you appreciate me and what I meant by that is more no, so. No, I wasn't saying you were accusing me of that. I don't. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Good. Because I'm like, no, nah, that ain't what I'm saying. No. <laughs> nah, but what I am trying to articulate is that you've known me since the seventh grade. Like you knew I was funny before. Yeah. Anybody did. Like and me like, and you've had more. You de- was a dork. So like, you was a dork. Yeah. Like you've known me like, for so long. We sat in the car and talked for hours. You know my mind, you know, my intellect, you know, a side of me that I don't really show yeah. most people. Same. Right. So, um, it, it just, it just really helped me settle into that because that's so real. That's the thought that nags in the back of my mind. Like, mm-hmm. you know, is she going to stop being interested in me? But yeah, it's funny though, because like, you know, the thing that feeds my insecurity sometimes is, because you are that in the world you know what i'm saying Mm. like i said in the beginning you have become mr look let me tell you something you know it's it's in this as it grows like people see us they know us that Mm. we don't know they only know from this and you have a huge personality Mm. and i'm just not that you know like i I am, but yeah. I am that with you. Y'all don't, I'm y'all not don't. With, I'm nah, not she's, that with I, the world. <laughs> this is what I love about. It. I don't want to cut you off, and no, I want to say this. But this is what I love about this and what's happening this season of our lives. So y'all can see Brandy, a part of Brandy that most people haven't seen. This y'all don't see the comments that we getting right now via Facebook and the other platforms we that we posted on. But right here, Russell, is this your way of admitting that Brandy is funnier than you? <laughs> People didn't know that she was funny. People didn't know like how in I mean, people know she was intelligent, but the spiritual eyesight she has, the things she expounds on, and I still don't think people know. I still don't think people have I don't even think she knows. We're not gonna go down that hole. But ultimately what I'm saying is is I'm so glad that people get to see that now because it would have been such a robbery of mankind for you to just oh, go to the robbery no for real if you would have <laughs> just went to grave with all of these skill sets like I'm just gonna do this around this person this person after that I'll just you know <laughs> be misses about business that would have been such a robbery no yeah. but I think in the grand scheme of things you are the personality of the group like that you that's a part of you right okay um and so when you are out in the world being Russell, you know what I'm saying? And I still, I still feel like, yo, a part of that could pull him away. Mm. It is why we have this unspoken tension about you following your dreams to be a music oh, artist. Is that what that is? It is like, he's going to get out there and he's like, he's going to find so much fulfillment in that, that at home isn't enough. And Never. he's going to leave. Never. So I think it's, it's, it's interesting how both of our personalities, like me being just naturally stoic and not just like, oh my God, you're the greatest thing in the world. 
kind of feeds an insecurity wow. that you have and you being yourself and just being bubbly and jovial and having feeds an insecurity Boy, that I the have. enemy be so slick with it, don't he? Just terrible. Checkers, just chest terrible. moves. But that's why you talk. That's why we yeah. have conversations. That's why that's we real. do stuff like this because had we not, yeah, you know what I'm saying? We And we talk. We talk, talk. Like, yeah. it ain't just, hey, babe, how's your day? Like, we have deep philosophical conversations. You know what I'm saying? Yo. And we, yeah. we don't bubble up on stuff like this. There have been many revelations that we've only had because we sat down in front of a microphone and a camera. That's real. And yeah. are like, yo, what can we offer to the world? What's the stuff that, like, what they never told us, but also what we don't tell each other? That's real. That's real. That's the one thing that I think we always end up on and we always land on on almost every episode. Y'all got to talk. There's so many people (laughs) who are in long relationships and they don't talk. I mean, they talk, but they're not saying the stuff that needs to be said. We can talk about the bills. How was your day? The kids. The kids. Conversation monopolizers. We can flirt. We can even have arguments, but there's always the stuff under the argument that nobody's saying that needs to be said but we can't find the words to say it mm-hmm. so we argue about something that's like the surface of it and that's one thing i'm so and i don't even it wasn't intentional on my end i just really enjoyed talking to you yeah and i was trying to abstain from putting my paws on you early <laughs> on so like i'm so glad that we had an opportunity to just talk man it was so it was the perfect storm yo Everything was shut down. We couldn't go on dates, sit in a movie theater, watch a movie mindlessly. Like, no, we had to sit and look at each other. So, hey, what's up? What's been going on? You know what I, mean? like, <laughs> I haven't seen you in a couple of years. What's up? You know what I mean? And not just talk there, but like once the talking in the beginning, I think that that's like discovery of one another. Right. Yeah. We're trying to figure out what you've been through, who you are, and if I want to make a life with you. Mm. But then for some reason when we get married or when we settle when we get settled in, the talking just stop. It's like, okay, we married now, so we don't gotta say nothing to each other. Or we don't have to talk about the really deep issues. Mm. Or in order for us to get there, we have to go talk to a therapist or a counselor, which I'm not knocking. Yeah. But that, that's helpful. I, yeah, because sometimes when you get to that really deep stuff, you need somebody to help you navigate that. Yeah. But like you said, though, we're arguing about surface stuff when it's really deep stuff that we could just be talking about. But I'm scared of how you going to see me and you scared of how I'm going to see you. So we hide each other. That's we right. hide ourselves from each other. And nobody's talking about anything. Like, I can honestly say in my first marriage, like, I ain't want to hear nothing that didn't make me look like the best wife in the world. Absolutely. So I didn't even create a space for that. Yeah. Now I'm like, hey. How am I doing? You mm-hmm. like it when I did that? <laughs> you like you, it when I did that? You don't like that? <laughs> Tell me how that made you feel. That's real. Because I don't I don't ever want it to be a situation where, like, like you said, you know, this other person is making you feel something else. Mm. Like, I need to know. That's and real. I think we're just so scared to know mm. that we don't ask. And now it's just, hey, babe, how was your day? How was work? Oh, Tara did that. Oh, my goodness. Okay, you want to watch? And then we stay in front of the TV for hours. Mindless. Yeah. And now it's time to go to bed. That's right. Talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> talk to me. I um you said something that got my mind going down the rabbit hole. And I don't know if it's beneficial to go down right now, so maybe I won't do that. Well, you can't bring it up and then hide away from it. It's gone. It's gone. Wow. 
I lost it. Okay. But <laughs> but you were talking about um talking, being open, communicating, and you said something about your previous marriage. Yes. And I am gonna say it. I ain't forget it. I'm I know just you say it. But but in my previous marriage, it wasn't that we weren't talking, we just weren't saying anything that needed to be said. We never had an argument. I think I've said that on here before. Mm-hmm. Never had an argument, not one. A whole divorce happened, but not one thing said that was confronting, confrontational, even though there were clearly issues. You know what I mean? So for me, my thing is like, even when I don't want to say something, I'm like, no, I'm not doing this again. Why you had did that? (laughs) I'm tripping. Okay, well, thank you for clearing that up. Or vice versa, but whatever it is, I in any capacity, I am incapable of just sitting in tension. Yeah, I have to call attention to it because I'm not going to sit and drive myself crazy. People that know me close know that too. We work together on a job. Hey, can I talk to you? Hey, you know, yesterday this happened. Yada yada yada. I'm going to say what I have to say because the internal war that happens when yeah. you just bottle up unspoken. The worst. Man, I'm not it's doing the that. Because I'm yeah. gonna create a whole scenario in my own head, oh. and I'm gonna be ready to fight you. And you like, yo, what happened? Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. You said that. I never said that. Well, in my head, you said it. You and implied then I said it for sure. <laughs> you definitely implied. And then I said this back, and we argued for 20 minutes, and then I went to sleep, and now I'm up, and now I'm mad. Huh? <laughs> what? So what? now we need to talk. <laughs> No, for real. You got to talk. You got to have but a conversation. But again, it's the whole reason why we have a podcast called What They Never Told Us. Yeah. Like, because it's not just a us thing. No. Like, this is generations of, we just don't talk to each other. Yeah. I got a homie. And you're right. It's generations. It's people who are actively dealing with this. I got a homie. Fingers crossed. We're going, we were planning on doing a all girls episode where Brandy has some guests with her. I'm gonna have some guests with me. If it don't happen, don't hold it against us. Y'all family at this point. So oh, I'm it, already start setting mine up. So okay, all right. Together. <laughs> but I got a homie who was actively sworn off marrying ever again. And to this day, he stands by that. And I am hoping that he jump on this show so we can talk about it because and I knocking nobody. If you say you can't do this again, you can't do this again. And marriage ain't for everybody. How many times has we never mind, don't tell me. Don't do that. We're gonna say that for the we're gonna say that (laughs) for the episode. (laughs) But I mean, this is a guy who deals in emotions. He Mm -hmm. deals in working through stuff. He's a therapist, a really successful with his own private practice, also works for the state. Like he knows stuff. You know what I mean? Um so I think it'd be really interesting, interesting to talk to him. But there's a lot of people who go through divorce and like, you know what? I'm good. Hey, I was that person. Yeah. Before I got myself together, mm. I was like, guess who won't be doing that again? She won't. I'm not doing that. Like never, yeah. ever again. And not because of anything but fear. Right. Yeah. That's I real. was like, that was horrible. And again, I said, my divorce was not dramatic. Yeah, it was just so traumatic that I never wanted to experience anything like that ever again. But it was something in me also that was like, what is this? Like, I didn't have a Mm. good definition of marriage. We talked about that. Like, I was just doing it because it felt like what I was supposed to do. So if I didn't understand it, I wasn't walking into it again. Mm -hmm. Now understanding more, not even just the global perspective of what marriage is, but what marriage means to me. Yeah. I don't know if I could have ever lived life without 
being fulfilled in that space. This is the most fulfilling relationship that I have besides my relationship with God. Mm. And to think that I could have missed out on that because I was scared mm. feels terrible. Yeah. I I agree with that. I, I agree with that. And I I don't know if I ever said I'm not getting married again. I think I definitely had the thought flow across my mind, but I think I knew it always in my head. Like I, when God made man and was like, yo, it's not good for them to be alone. I was the type of dude he was talking about. <laughs> he was like, yo, people like you specifically, you are not wired to make life decisions on your own. I need a helpmate. You know what I mean? Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, no, I do like legitimately. Um, and I, I, this is going to sound so corny, but I know now. And I think I, God showed it to me really quickly. I needed you mm-hmm. exactly when right. exactly when he brought you to me. I needed you. So like they say, you know, life was lived forward, understood backwards. I understand now. At the time, I don't think I saw it all in real time. Mm-hmm. When I look back on it, I'm like, wow. If I did not, if I wasn't with you, if I never, if this never happened, what would I be doing? It blows my mind. <laughs> what would my life be? I'd be on some nonsense. Man, I'd be out here cutting country records, <laughs> R&B records. I'm here trying to be Ursha. I don't know what I'd be doing. Just out here doing anything, grasping and straw, trying to find any semblance of peace and purpose in this life. Yeah. Because that's what I was doing. Just anything. Yeah. But we did it. We did it. And we're making it work. Let me ask you this. Quickly, yes. if you just had to answer that question, why did you get married again? Hit me with it. I thought I already did that. You did in a very long Broadway, but <laughs> if we just had to summarize it and you were just like, why did I, if I, someone just asked you, why'd you get married again? It's the same answer because I, I knew love from my father and I wanted to know that with somebody else. You did say that <laughs> very profoundly. <laughs> okay. So I feel like you asked that question maybe because you want to answer it. So if somebody asked you, why would you get Well, hold on, pause, because yours is really deep and profound, <laughs> and I don't have anything that sounds like that. It doesn't matter. So, you don't need to. If I'm, it's your real reason, th- then I know you sometimes don't need I ask to. questions because I want to answer them. This isn't one. So, well, I can't follow that up. It's like the you remember the dude that dunked after Jordan when he did the from the half court dunk? Absolutely not. You're gonna say exactly. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. No one remembers that dude. <laughs> why did you even like he was like, why did you put me after Jordan? That's what I feel like right now. Um I I got married again because I really feel like versus the first time when I got married, because I feel like I'm just supposed to get married. I got married because I saw what my life was with you. Like I saw the benefit. I saw um, just how much you added to my life on all accounts. And I knew it was something that I clearly needed in my life. Um, There's this post I saw and it sounded so unromantic. (laughs) I was like, oh, that's whack. I'd hate for somebody to say that to me. Like Mm -hmm. if you were like, Yo, why you love me? And someone's like, I, I just choose to. It'd be like, what? There's no like feeling that just comes over you. Like you didn't yeah, have no choice. No feeling that just consumes you and just made, oh, I love you so much. And that's like a, a decision I made. Every day. Every day. And to me, now that I'm now that I'm experienced more, I've lived more, mm-hmm. now that I failed in love, that statement to me is like so 
It's profound. It's so like, profound. Einstein E equals yeah, because <laughs> there's gonna be days when you don't feel like it. Absolutely. It's gonna be days when you are so fed up with my presence. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Or like I when, exactly when I legitimately <laughs> mess up, or when I say the wrong thing, or when you feel unheard or unseen. And those are the moments when it don't matter how you feel. I choose to. I choose to. I've made the decision. I'm going to love you. You know what I mean? Like that, that right there, even though it don't sound all glissy and glimmery, that's God's love. Yeah. Not because you've done anything. Yeah. It's just because I've made the decision. I'm going to love you. Now, you disrespect me all the time. You whoop de whoop de whoop. Still going to get my son to die for you. You know what I'm saying? Like that right there, that's when you transcend just this frivolous Man's love, like, ooh, you make me feel these warm and bubbly I things. I get butterflies when I see you. It was all good and well. Them <laughs> butterflies be lit. But when all that passes away, yeah. when all that's said and done, what do you decide to do? When you're mad at me, do you still say you love me? Mm-hmm. When you are have every reason in the world to be like, you know what? I'm done with you. Do you still say, I decide to love you. Let's okay. find a way through this. That, to me, is the epitome of agape. That's and that's hard. And you see a lot of people who are on the outside looking in like I could never forgive after that. That's I real. don't see how she or he still love him after that. That's real. It's it's a choice. That's real. It's because I made the choice to love him. And it's a choice that I make every single day, Every sometimes multiple times a day, like where I have to be like, yo, you love him. We remember that's what you do with me yeah multiple times a day multiple times you love him you love him <laughs> you gotta tell yourself remember you love him it don't sound no, as good when i was saying I'm joking. it <laughs> yours sound kind of mean i'm joking no, we literally spent an hour talking about how much we love each other and why we decided to get married whoop, whoop, whoop. um so we're gonna spare y'all the rest of the ushy gushy mushy stuff and bring episode one of the What They Never Told Us season three podcast oh, to a close. I am so glad to be back. Oh, this feels <laughs> so good. I don't think I realized how much I missed it until we were here talking again. I'm so excited. It feels good. It's good to be home. It's good to be back. It's, it's a fulfilling experience to sit here. And again, if for no other reason, like I learned something new about you. Me too. I, I learned a lot about you from this podcast. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hopefully, y'all get something from this too. I, I mean, we just be here kicking. It. Hopefully, y'all get something for this. I don't know if y'all do, but either way, Tuesdays are lit again. Tuesdays are lit again. You got on Tuesday mornings when you wake up. We back, man. We back. And if you want to be part of the exclusive bunch who gets it early when we record, we haven't decided what our recording day is. It's like probably gonna be Sunday. Yeah, I forgot about that. Now it's got to be structured because now we just like yeah. we get to it. We get to it. <laughs> Now it's got to be like a set time if it's something that we're going to be doing like this. So but. if you if you um, join our Patreon, we will put that on all of our social media platforms, the link to that. You will know when recording day is and you can have exclusive access to be on while we record. There were some people who um, rocked with us today who stay with us. Thank you so much for all your comments. We did see the comments. We do see them when we turn the uh actual recording off we'll get to kick it with y'all so y'all be able to kick it with us before like some people saw russell pray today um and we'll kick it a little bit after the recording again you can see that through patreon there are a couple different tiers um that you can choose and you get exclusive access obviously as the tier goes higher um we are trying to still come back to tiktok lives 
Um, we got to build up that platform a little bit more. We've been going live from Russell's account and been having some really great conversations. I mean, it has really turned into like many, many counseling sessions. People come and give us ask questions yeah, yeah. and we're going to try to transition that to Patreon For sure. um, because that's value added to your lives and to our lives. So if you want to be a part of that, Look for the Patreon link after we close today. Um, we'll Absolutely. post that on all of our social media platforms. Absolutely. Listen, it's so good to say this again. Thank you for rocking with us. But I've been waiting to say this for, for some time now. <laughs> we love love. And y'all should love love too. Peace. Peace.